Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. This is the Beantown Podcast. Third stop on the fall 2018 tour. We're coming to you live from Bowling Green, Kentucky. What's going on? How are you? What's new? What's fresh? I'll tell you what's not fresh is me after that six and a half hour drive down from Chicago to get here. Pretty easy. Most of it's through Indiana. Pence land as they they call it and um, yeah I don't think I saw a single cop and I drove more or less the length of Indiana uh, so yeah total flow of traffic type of deal 85 to 90 most of the way it's a pretty good deal I'll tell you what I don't agree with most of Mike Pence policies but man knows how to run a highway system that's for sure we are here in Bowling Green. Here's a question for you. Is it is it Bowling Green or is it Bowling Green? These are the types of things I think about. I think conventional wisdom, as you pronounce it, Bowling Green, emphasis on the green, but, you know, the more I think about it, Bowling Green makes it seem more like what the original intention would be, you know, lawn bowling, whatever game those bloody old English and used to play and, and there's a town in Virginia I think that they named it after and that's now there's a Bowling Green Kentucky and a Bowling Green Indiana and a Bowling Green Ohio so you're really you're, you're not allowed in the union I don't think if you don't have a Bowling Green somewhere at some point in your state so pretty uh pretty wiped from the drive but happy to be coming to you live here stop number three on the fall 2018 tour last week we came to you live from chicago that was a lot of fun told the story of opening the wine bottle without the uh without a corkscrew which was a major uh major hassle uh, i do not have any alcohol with me today although this is silly because i have a I got a bottle of Obsidian Stout from Deschutes Brewery that I, I had gotten a six-pack from Benny's earlier in the week, and I was trying to pace my drinking out throughout the week so that I would finish it before leaving Chicago. And, and uh, I came up one short, so I got that in my backpack. I'll, I'll have that later, maybe for dinner or something. But um, I got a bottle opener, so it's not a problem. I have my... Jimmy Johnson, number 48, Lowe's bottle opener, which is awfully convenient timing because as I speak, I'm sitting here watching the South Point 400 at Las Vegas. It's playoffs time in NASCAR. Jimmy Johnson, let's see, he's in 10th place right now. He's been having a good race. He's been towards the top for most of the race. We got 45 laps to go, I think. Vegas is a maybe a mile and a half track. I think it's it's mid-sized. So we're keeping an eye out, hoping uh, Jimmy, uh, good luck. If he wins, then he's automatically into the next round of the playoffs. He has not won a race yet this season. This might be his first season ever in which he's never won a race. That's pretty uncommon for him, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see if he can eke it out. It has been a bad day for. Uh, for all things sports, in terms of my rooting interests, uh, where do we even begin? Well, that Vikings-Packers game was obviously the what everyone was watching at uh, 
at the early uh, at noon, and boy, did the Vikings play poorly. So I I couldn't find it on radio anywhere as I was driving down through Indiana because I swear to God, I found, and I counted, I found seven radio stations, FM and AM, that were carrying the Colts-Redskins game, which, I mean, I'm not, it's not like I'm not expecting to find that game, but seven stations, wow, that's a lot. And then I found zero other games. So my next move was to go to my iPad and I get a data plan through work, which is nice, so I didn't feel bad finding a radio stream, and that's what I used for the first three quarters, and it was it was amazing, no issues at all, and right as the fourth quarter is starting, uh, the stream just stops, and I had to spend a little bit of time trying to get it back, never did quite get the radio stream back, so I go and I find the video stream, and that's really what I didn't want to do, because that will really eat up your data. The radio is kind of, eh, that's not going to use up a ton. The video will use up a crap load, so I'm watching that, and I pull into the hotel right as uh, right as the Vikings tie the game at 29 with the two-point conversion, which was awesome, and I assume, oh, there, you know, there's about 20 seconds left. This game's going to go to overtime. It's going to be perfect. I'll check into the hotel as I'm, or as, you know, it's going into OT. I get into my hotel room right when they're doing the coin toss, just like I expected. What I didn't know is that Mason Crosby uh, got put in a position to kick the uh, game winner, and he missed it, thankfully. And then yada, yada, yada. You all know what happened. Daniel Carlson missed two more field goals in overtime that man is just he's a bad bad man and in the it's in the exact opposite way that Aaron Rodgers is a bad bad man so they tied which is honestly a fantastic outcome for how poorly we played but boy when your kicker misses three field goals and you really just need one of them to put the game away that's just tough to feel good about so frustrating day there Fantasy football, bad day. Uh, my teams were playing pretty, pretty averagely. Nothing. No one was doing terribly, but no one really stood out. And then I, you know, one of my leagues, I'm playing against Pat Mahomes, who we all know is a solid guy. But this this guy's putting up six touchdown passes, like on the road. This is you have four last week. I man, good for uh, good for cousin Jake for having Pat, but. Phew. I can't compete with that. It's just I might he might even score more than my, you know, one sixty I had last week and then in my school league playing against a couple other heavy hitters and it's just there was no chance there. So bad time there. After the Vikings Packers game ends in a tie, I go over to uh Fox Sports Ohio because it just so turns out that the Reds are in Wrigley and <laughs> Reds beat the Cubs two to one. The Cubs have scored in the last 10 games a grand total of about 15 runs, and that's not quite accurate, but it's not far off. Uh, at least the Brewers lost. Both teams lost one-run games pretty nail-biting Sunday, so I think the Cubs are still up by two-and-a-half games with two weeks left to go, so they're actually in, in decent shape there. But, yeah, it's... Uh, been a bad day here. I'm really hoping Jimmy can give me something to to chew on here. Let's see how he's doing. He's in seventh. Okay. 
four and a half seconds behind, 36 laps to go. He's going to need a caution to get back in it. Even if he doesn't win and gets into that top five, that'll be good for him. So, And now we're just chilling. We are just relaxing. Uh, probably go find some bourbon later because that's what you do when you're in Kentucky. I haven't had a nice, not even a nice, I really haven't had a sit-down dinner. And there's a caution. Oh, Kyle Busch spun out. Oof, well, he really took out the uh, the infield lawn there. Yikes, M&M's car is hideous. Uh, haven't really had the chance to just sit down and have a normal dinner and read my book because mo- a lot of nights in Chicago I was working and then, you know, when I'm not working and then Chicago I have friends there I want to try to take advantage of that and then that just means that you're always fighting traffic and stuff. So we're out of Chicago now. It was it was fun. It was also exhausting. So after we wrap this up and get it online and stuff, I am very much looking forward to finding a restaurant I can go to and reading my book and uh, drinking some bourbon. I'm reading Far From the Madding Crowd. For those of you who are interested, Thomas Hardy's first major literary success. Uh, it is not the uh, John Madden biopic, which is what I thought I was getting. I said, well, I didn't I didn't know about this. This book came out. Let me check it out. No, it's Madding Crowd, M-A-D-D-I-N-G. It's also not Rachel Maddow. So it's, it's, there's a confusion there, but got it figured out now. And, you know, definitely some disappointment at the start when I was expecting to hear from uh, John Madden. Boom! I can't do my John Madden. It's terrible. Um, although I was doing some Ditka earlier. You know, that quarterback out there. No, I lost it. Stop it. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. You ever have those days, this happened to me yesterday, and it's suddenly happened to me today, where your whole brain is just mush at the end of it, and you can still kind of have a zoned out conversation. You can still talk, although I haven't had a conversation with anyone today except for the guy at the hotel front desk who checked me in, but and it just you try to do any sort of next level or higher level thinking, and there's just nothing going on there. I think that means I need a nap. Although now I'm in this weird spot where all I've done today is driven, and I want to nap, but I also want to go out and stretch my legs. So who knows? Maybe there's a happy medium somewhere in there. I'll probably go go for a walk before uh, before dinner time. It's all about time management, delegation. That's these are these are why I get paid the big bucks because I'm able to do this effectively. Let's see, coming off of pit road, Jimmy Johnson still in sixth place. Okay, it's not a great place to be, but it's better than he's been doing most of the season. Oh, let's see, covered the sports. What I'm not looking forward to is Sunday night football, Cowboys and Giants. Ugh, NSC East, gross. Not my cup of tea. Let's see. Oh, big announcements. The uh, Fall 2018 Tour shirts. That order has been confirmed. They have hopefully been shipped. And, uh, yeah, so look out for those. Thank you to all who supported us. Thank you for ordering those. Look for those in the mail coming up. And, uh for anyone else who's listening, merch, we we do that. We do propaganda, paraphernalia, regalia. We do all of it. So 
let me uh, let me take care of some logistics here on the podcast. This is Quinn David Furness. This is my podcast, one of Baltimore City's top 500 podcasts, the People's Podcast. This this uh, boy, this episode kind of turned into like an SNL cold open, where the first 12 minutes, you know, you kind of told your stuff before you actually got to the the intro. Uh, People's Podcasts, thank you for listening. You can always find us on Twitter. I'm at BeantownCast. That's at BeantownCast. We're on Facebook. Uh, you can uh, email us always, BeantownPodcast at Yahoo.com. That's Beantown, B-E-A-N-T-W-N Podcast at Yahoo.com. And then, uh, yeah, well, sorry, there's this Sonic commercial on the television. There's this new Oreo double stuff ice cream cone in a waffle cone it looks kind of tasty i don't know if they have sonics and bowling green but uh <laughs> i tell you what i'll let you know later and uh now look at this dummy martin truex jr bass pro shops although he won uh last year i think so good for him anyways this is a very scattered podcast mind is not sharp Currently, but uh, everyone's safe and sound. We are in Bowling Green. Uh, the podcast, as I keep forgetting to say this, I'm going to say it now. The podcast uh, is, uh, uh, boy, what am I even saying here? <sighs> I know the tag, and I can't even remember how I how I set it up, though. Uh, Something about being objectively terrible. Boy, this is rough. You need to take a... You know what I need? <laughs> you know, in boxing, they got those guys who come in in between rounds, and they, got, they pat them down with a towel, and the other guys got the, the water spray that they pump into the guy's mouth. That's really what I feel like I need right now, which is terrible, because all I've done today is sat on my butt and uh, driven... But here we go. Listener discretion is indeed advised. There we go. We finally got to it. After all, you've been screaming at your your phone or your computer for the last minute trying to get me to actually say it. Listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Beantown Podcast. Number one, the podcast is objectively terrible. And, well, that's usually number two. But everything's up. Everything that's up is down. And everything that's over is under on this podcast. Number two, uh, occasionally I use some... Uh, language and then occasionally I use not necessarily explicit language, but words that just don't make sense, which I think has been about half of this podcast so far. This is one of those podcasts, and <laughs> I feel like I'm saying this more often than not lately. Well, that fall 2018 tour is really hot. Um, this is going to be one of those podcasts where when I finish up and I'm writing the description for it and putting it out on social media and stuff. I think back to the last 45 minutes of my life, and I say, what What did I just talk about? I have absolutely no idea. So that's how that's going so far. Um, some exciting news from the Car Ride Convos podcast. They've been dropping a lot of videos lately, which is good to see. Uh, they've had a summer mired in uh, Comcast controversy, uh, or controversy, if you will. But they dropped their uh, their uh, video that we did uh, live from Beantown uh, a couple, I guess it's already, what, a month ago, a month and a half ago. That was a pretty good uh, show. It was about 75 minutes long. You can go listen to that on YouTube. You can see uh, they just dropped another normal 
uh, video of theirs, which I haven't had the opportunity to listen to all of it yet. And then uh, Ryan got real creative and did this, uh, I guess, art project is what we're going to call it. And uh, boy, I, I don't even, Ryan, if you're listening, I'm not really sure how to feel about this. It's like YouTube poop, but just taking about three steps extra. Not really sure what to say about it. Go check it out. It's on their, their YouTube channel. It's only about 13 minutes long. You might finish it and say, WTF, I want my 13 minutes back. But maybe maybe you just check out the first 13 seconds, and then you make your mind up from there. But go check those guys out. They're always funny. They're always having a good time. Um, yeah, we are uh, driving all over the place. I've had my rental car for, what are we at? So, uh, 15 days now, 15 days. Picked it up on September 1st from O'Hare. And I didn't look exact at the exact mileage when I pulled into my hotel, but I think I'm close to about 25, 2600 miles right now. And this week we got to go all the way across Kentucky over to Lexington and then down to Knoxville and Chattanooga. And then this time next week, we'll actually be all the way up. Well, exactly a week from now, I'll be, probably be in Iowa City. But before that, I'm stopping at, in Rockford. So here's, a, here's something that's good to know about for you all the listeners. Next week, Bean Town Podcast is coming to you live from Rockford, Illinois, more or less my hometown, we are going to be joined by the tax man himself, accountant extraordinaire, Matthew Fiedler, will be joining us live on the Beantown Podcast. Uh, we've got a lot planned, and by that I mean nothing, but that's my work for this week. And I'm, I'm thinking we're going to try to do a song. So for those of you who don't know, Matthew Fiedler is also a fantastic singer. He used to have all his stuff up on SoundCloud. There have been rumors that it's been removed. I don't know what you can still find out on the Internet, but I encourage you to go check it out. Uh, we sang together at both of our graduations. It's, a, uh, it's kind of a, you know, a Hall & Oates type of thing or a Loggins and Messina. We just have that natural connection, that natural instinct. So uh, I've, got, I've got a big idea for our next Beantown Unplugged episode. Look out for that. Don't be surprised if we just spend the entire podcast next week just singing, just singing songs, whether it's John Denver or Miley Cyrus or a a whole number of other artists. I think, you know, it could be fun. You never know exactly what you're going to get when Matthew and Quinn get together. We might just sit there and play a game of Risk, two-player style, for four hours because you don't know what's going to happen. That's how crazy we get. So look out for that next week. We'll be coming to you live from Rockford, Illinois. Should be a good time. Uh, Not looking forward next week to driving from Chattanooga to Rockford. That's about, I don't know, 10 hours or so, maybe more. But, you know, these are the sacrifices you make for a great podcast. And that's my pledge to you. That's my promise to you anyways uh thank you the last couple of weeks we had had uh places in chicago sponsor the podcast we're always uh looking to continue those partnerships 
And if there are any other uh, sponsors out there who are looking for a little piece of the pie, you can always email me, beantownpodcast.yahoo.com. That's beantown, B-E-A-N-T-B-E-N-Podcast.yahoo.com. It's Denny Hamlin now is into the wall, tearing up the infield turf. I don't know how far back Denny was, but he was not in the top five. Jimmy's at fifth right now. We're going to have another caution, be an interesting pit strategy, 21 laps to go. Uh, anyone ever see that movie 21? They got the the college kid is in like a crazy amount of debt or something. And so he goes to, I don't know, Vegas, probably he gambles a lot. Long story short, it's not a movie that I saw. I, uh, I have not seen it. I was, boy, I went back and forth for a solid half hour. So I, I did a public presentation yesterday for two and a half hours at a hotel. It took a very long time. It was very tiring. Uh, got a lot of questions, about 90 minutes worth of them. My favorite was always, can you tell me more about X major? And I, what do you want me to say to that? I, I love those questions. I, I spent the last 90 minutes talking about the entire college experience, spent about half of that talking solely about academics, and you just want me to sit there and tell you more about X major. What is? What do you want me to say? This is what Google is for. Sometimes they don't know about these kids born in 2001 or 2002. Uh, anyways, but uh, back to the original point. I had finished the movie, and I, I had to do a little bit of work, at, or finished the, the session, had to do a little bit of work after that, and really wanted because I really hadn't done anything fun all day. So I toyed, I toyed, T-O-Y-E-D, toyed, with the idea of going to a 9.55 p.m. showing of White Boy Rick, which is a movie that I'm really eager to see. One, because it's Matthew McConaughey, who, for all his uh, ups and downs in his career, you know, going from... Dallas Buyers Clubs to Fool's Gold and all that stuff. But I, he is one of my favorites. He's an excellent actor. And then it's also the star of the show is a kid from Dundalk High, which is near uh, near where I live, which is just so cool. This kid's not an actor. We just happened to discover him, and uh, he's getting rave reviews. Anyways, White Boy Rick is a true story. The guy's been in the news lately. Um but I really want to see it, and I just, at the end of the day, quite literally, I couldn't bring myself to stay awake and go, you know, watch a two-hour-long movie at 9.55 at night, you know, previews and everything. I'm not going to get home till after midnight, and knowing that I wanted to wake up by, you know, 6 or 7 this morning because I had a long drive down south, it was just, I can't do it, so... I actually ended up, I went home, and for whatever reason, home meaning my hotel room, which is where home has been for the last two weeks, I ended up watching The Dark Knight, which I always kind of feel stupid when I rewatch a movie that I've seen at least three or four times, but I don't know. I was just in the mood to like eat my dinner, drink my beer, and not really pay attention to anything, which is normally what I do when I turn on, like, The Office or Seinfeld or something. In the hotel rooms, you know, you have a TV, which is nice, but I I just can't stand the commercials. I've been totally ruined by online streaming services. I just, I really struggle to watch things that, if they're not sports with commercials. Like, I can't sit down and watch 
even on, if I'm watching like The Office on TV, if I sit down and it feels, you know, every other, every five or six minutes, there's a commercial break for three minutes. That just that spoils it for me. Anyways, so I watched The Dark Knight and it's, you know, it it uh, holds up pretty well. Ten years later, still a fantastic movie. And uh, Heath Ledger, Rip in Peace. The cast for those films in general is crazy. I mean, the villains, just you look at the main, the four main villains in those movies. You The four actors are Liam Neeson, Killen Murphy, Heath Ledger, and Tom Hardy, who are all four just ridiculously good actors or uh, yeah I mean Killen Murphy you know what he looks like you might not know him just by name but he's really good Peaky Blinders 28 Days Later William Neeson enough said uh, Heath Ledger if you've never seen Brokeback Mountain definitely go see it and then uh, Tom Hardy I think enough people know about him what do you guys think about this Venom movie coming up I I don't know I'll probably go see it in theaters. I'm not terribly excited for it. The trailers really have not made me that excited. But then again, I don't think I've ever seen a Tom Hardy movie that I disliked. So he's earned it for me. I'm definitely going to go see it. What I really want, and maybe this will come out of the Venom movie, but what I've always really wanted is either a Carnage movie or just to give us a good Spider-Man movie in which Carnage is the villain because Venom is cool. And this is kind of the second go around. They tried it in Spider-Man 3 with Eddie Brock, but they totally, Sam Raimi did not handle that movie very well. Um, And in general, the Spider-Man villains tend to be pretty good. Doc Ock was good. Green Goblin was actually really good. In the uh, Andrew Garfield ones... Lizard was okay. I guess I didn't really like the ones from the second one because you had, uh, is it Jamie Foxx playing Electro? Is that his name? That was not great. And then the in the Tom Holland ones, Vulture, Michael Keaton, I actually thought was really good. So in general, they tend to be pretty good, but what I really want is to see Carnage on screen, and I want him to just kick ass. Uh, we got another caution, 10th caution of the day. Only about a lap after that restart. I didn't really get to see. There's Ricky Stinkhouse Jr. He's got his uh, hood all smashed up. Boy, you didn't you didn't expect for me to go down to Bowling Green and give you a NASCAR commentary podcast, but here we are, irregardless. One of my favorite words, maybe of all time, irregardless. They're just showing the Stinkhouse that there were other cars that were involved with it, so I'm not sure where they're just showing Stinkhouse. Let's see. Okay, we're getting on replay. For those of you who are very invested in NASCAR playoffs, now you get to, you know, see what the situation is. Maybe it was just Stinkhouse. He kind of got bumped down to the uh, to the apron there, and I don't. It didn't look like he nailed anybody else. There's one guy who kind of pushed him down, but I guess he didn't hit anybody else. Okay. So Jimmy was still in fifth, I think. And uh, we'll see. No one came to pits on the last caution, so I'm guessing no one's going to come on this one either. But there's still 18 or 19 laps left. So 
Very interesting. Pit strategy is one of the best parts of NASCAR. And uh, a lot of people give me grief for watching it, for having a driver I support, but uh, I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's a pretty cool sport. I like it, and it's really. I don't think it's that boring, as boring as everyone says. So, yeah, what I really think is boring is the NBA because it's the Warriors versus LeBron every year. Obviously, it'll be a little bit different. Finally, this year, LeBron is for the first time in his career out of the Eastern Conference, but. Is anybody going to beat the Celtics? Eh, I don't know. NHL, very exciting. Football can be up up and down. If it's a close game, then it's great. If not, it's just three hours with a lot of commercials. Baseball, I find to be pretty exciting, particularly in September. And then you got NASCAR. So anyways, 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 anyways. Yeah, well, I don't know. Hey, what's your favorite... Kentucky bourbon. Leave us a note in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. You can always tweet it to us. You can leave it right on this uh, YouTube you might be listening to or if you're listening to it on iTunes or if you are on Google Play, if you are an Android person or maybe you just go right into an app like Stitcher you can find the Beantown Podcast there. I've heard rumors that Player FM supports the Beantown Podcast. I don't even know what that is, but we're on it. The one thing that uh, not on is Spotify because they're asking me to pay extra for it. And I say, no, no, no. Try to put me on Spotify. And I say, no, no, no. Right? There's a touchdown for the Patriots. Who's number 15? Who is that? Is that Chris Hogan? Yeah, it's on my bench, of course. What a great day for fantasy. Uh, yeah, but you can find us anywhere except for the places where you can't find us, so that's really exciting. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's about all I got. It's been, a, it's been a long week. I really wish I had another day off before I jump back into work tomorrow because it's been a lot, but we're here. And uh, we're just going to keep on keeping on. So fall 2018 tour, stop three of eight, I believe it is. We will be in uh, Rockford, Illinois next week with Matthew Feather. So you have that to look forward to. Tell us about your uh, your favorite Kentucky bourbon or just bourbon in general. Uh, I went to, last fall, I went to the Bullet distillery not the uh not the movie with the great car chase it's a it's a different thing uh there's a little shout out to you matt fiedler uh <laughs> one time <laughs> i i think from our dads maybe we had heard about how like the greatest car chase of all time is in the movie bullet <laughs> and we sat down and it's like 10 minutes long you can go find it on youtube and uh it's one of those things that i'm sure was awesome at the time but hasn't held up super well so I try to appreciate it for what it is, but when you're just sitting there, it really was not that great. Speaking of old movies, in my presentation yesterday, I made references to, uh, let's see, Animal House. We're talking about Greek life. And also I mentioned The Thing. So we're talking about study abroad in Antarctica. Yeah, uh, funny, uh, uh, believe it or not, John Carpenter is from Bowling Green, so it comes full circle. But 
I tell you what, the blank stares <laughs> from 16 and 17 year olds throughout the audience. When you mention the thing and when you mention Animal House, they're just, you get nothing. And then you got the parents who are just, you know, knee slapping. It might be, might be dramatized a little bit, but I do like to think that they, uh, I do like to think that they appreciated it. So anyways, I've got a, I've got a wealth of movie references. You know, you know what word I keep finding myself wanting to use and it, I keep wanting to say it in place of wealth, although it means the opposite of wealth. So I never actually get to use it because I'm never thinking of it when I should be using it. Is Darth, D-E-A-R-T-H, Darth. It means, I think, a, a lack of, whereas a wealth would mean an abundance of. Ah, now we're doing synonyms on the podcast. Or if you're Donald Trump, it'd be cinnamons or amana. Uh, what, what did he say? Anonymous? Yeah, anonymous. Uh, we got a president who can't talk. We got a Quinn David Furness who can't talk on his podcast. It's just it's a tough day for words. So anyways, uh, let's see. You know what? I was about to say, well, time to wrap it up. But we only got 12 laps to go in this NASCAR race. So I reckon we ought to, we ought to keep it close. Do you ever do this? So I found myself at a gas station in Indiana, much like the one I was at two weeks ago. This one was not as bad. There were no penis ring dispensers. Um, <laughs> but I did, uh, find, I held the, was holding the door open for a lady as I was coming back out. Here we go on the restart. What are you going to do, Jimmy? What are you going to do, Jimmy? Uh, he's all the way on the bottom. He's going nowhere. Uh, just don't crash. Get that top 10 finish. Oh, boy. They're bumping and grinding. It's like my high school prom. Mercy. No, I never went to prom. Uh, I did get turned down to homecoming twice my senior year, though. That was crazy. That is a different story for a different time. Uh, but I'm holding the door open for a lady, and I... Oh, Jimmy Johnson must have crashed. Oh, Damn. He blew a tire. Right as I, yep, there it is. He shredded it. Front right. <sighs> Boy, right as I'm saying, oh, at least he didn't crash to stay in the top 10. There he is, all the way back to about 30th, 35th. And he's going to have a heck of a time trying to stay in the playoffs after that. Wow. That is effing. <laughs> this, this podcast can be titled Quinn's Horrible, No Good, Bad Hair Day, Sports Day. We got Vikings. We got Cubs. Got both my fantasy teams. The one highlight was going to be that Jimmy Johnson was going to get a top five finish. And <laughs> damn, damn, damn. Here is the replay. What happened? Someone's going to. Where did it blow? So there's some bumping and grinding, like me at high school prom. I can't even see what happened. All these different, re pardon my French, shitty replay angles from the cars as they're driving. They're not showing me anything. Um, but I'm holding the door open for this lady, and she says, thank you very much. And I say, I'm trying to remember what I said, but I said it in like a southern accent because you start to move into these 
southern areas, former Confederate states. Bowling Green was the the capital of Confederate Kentucky back in the day. And uh, I start to use I reckon a little bit more. And uh, I really, I do. My, My voice will shift a solid amount. You can't hear right now because I'm in my element. I'm podcasting. But back when I'm in Chicago, it's much more... Oh, Shores, and oh, yeah, very Midwestern, almost Fargo-esque. And East Coast is kind of nullified. I don't talk in the Baltimore accent, really. Uh, And then, you know, you get into Kentucky, you get into Tennessee, and I will talk with a little bit more of a Southern twang. And I will, I, I do notice it when I'm speaking that way in the moment, but it just kind of feels right. There's this one, there's this one really nice lady in Nashville who I, uh, whom I interact with every year. And she's got one of the deepest Southern drawls, very kind of Paula Deen-esque, but without all the racism attached to it, like someone who speaks like this, but who's actually nice, and actually some good Southern comfort, kind of like, a nicer version of Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And when I'm talking to her, like even on the phone, I'll be like, Oh, Oh yeah. Oh, I reckon you're right, Janet. And that's just, I don't know. Hopefully no one who's talking to you like that feels like I'm doing that to be disrespectful. Cause it's not, it's just the way it happens. So who knows if your accent ever changes, depending on what part of the country or the world you're in, leave us a comment below. Tweet at us at BeantownCast. Email us, BeantownPodcast at Yahoo.com. It's Beantown, B-E-A-N-T-B-E-A-N-Podcast at Yahoo.com. Let me tell you, I signed up for so many uh, publishers' clearinghouse types of things and uh, free trips to Maui and go to South Beach to shoot hoops with Shaq that my uh, Beantown Podcast Yahoo is uh, <laughs> it's filling up with some junk. So it would be real nice. I reckon it'd be real nice to get a personal email once in a while from someone as we are still under caution with five to go here. And uh, this is kind of like when uh, when you when you shoot a deer, which I've never done, and you shoot them in the leg so they're wounded and they're just kind of limping along. This is kind of how the podcast is going now in our 39th minute where there's four laps to go in the NASCAR race, and it's going to be over in the next five or ten minutes, barring uh, a a green-white checker overtime situation. But I just want to, I know you all, the listeners, who aren't up-to-date on your NASCAR playoff standings, are just itching to know. You're at the edge of your seat saying, wow, Quinn, this has been some really great in-depth analysis the last 40 minutes. I don't know what's going to happen, and I absolutely love it. You couldn't pay me a million dollars to turn off the podcast at this point. So I know what you're feeling. I get it. I understand it. Let me tell you, this hotel room I'm in has got quite the echo going on. My ceiling is probably, I reckon it's close to 15 feet, 15, 16 feet. It's a very tall ceiling got some interesting artwork in here i'm on a california queen size bed caribbean queen 
Now we share the same drink And our hearts they beat as one No more love on the road Oh my, uh, this was fun My hotel in Chicago last night So I'm watching the dark night Drinking my beer Fire alarm goes off And I say, oh, Jesus Uh Billy Burr style, and oh, there they show the playoff standings. Jamie's now below the cut. Thank God the cut isn't happening after this race. Anyways, and so I had to spend a solid half hour Jay chilling in my car listening to, oh, here's something. I don't think I'd ever listened to 670 The Score on a, and here we get a replay. Let's see what happened to Jamie's tires. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. These little town blues are melting away. I don't know any other of the words. I want to wake up in a city that never sleeps. And find I'm king of the hill. Top of the list. Anyways. And uh, there are these two ladies. And this isn't a sexism thing, but hear me out. These two ladies who are, they have their own show on 670 The Score on Saturday nights. And they were talking Cubs, and their insights were just, oh, there's a huge caution. Wow. Is that Kurt Busch who's out? Mercy. Um, we're going to have to have a green-white checker on this baby. There's Jimmy Johnson. Almost got hit again. Well, he'll move up a few spots. That's good. They just they had some of the most bogus insights you could imagine. It was Michael McDowell and Kurt Busch with two laps to go, so we're going to need a green-white check, green, checker. Boy, were they, they were rough. And they were taking phone calls from people, both men and women, who had a much more knowledgeable head on their shoulder. But it was just, I feel like these women had, five minutes before their show started, gone on Twitter and found, like, all of the tweets bashing any decision that Joe Man's ever done in the last week and they basically just based their show off of those because oy, they were oof oh damn we got a red flag not just a yellow cars are stopped I might not be able to stretch out this podcast until the end of this race because now we have a red flag anyways if you ever find yourself driving in Chicago on a Saturday night, and you tune into 670, and you hear these two ladies on the radio steer clear and head for open water because oof, they, uh, 
I don't know if they're getting paid to do this or if it's a charity thing. Maybe it's a program where they bring in, I don't know, mentally challenged people from an institute to host a radio show for three hours, but they were not good, uh, real bad. In fact, very, very sad, as Donald Trump would say. So this race is not going to be ending in the next five to ten minutes, as previously promised, because because of a red flag. Stupid Kurt Busch, Michael McDowell, dummies, someone else involved in that, whoever the uh, 32 is, 38, that's what the car is. I don't know whose car that is, but they got effed up too. You know what? We get the uh, you watch a, a a football game now, and you get the like players mic'd up or emmed up as it shows on the TV screen. I want the players effed up. That's what I want to see. Now, of course, with these new concussion rules, you can't even touch a guy. You guys see that Clay Matthews roughing the passer penalty today? First and foremost, hilarious because he did the exact same thing against the Bears last week that allowed them to keep playing, although, of course, it's the Bears, so they blew it. Same exact thing this week. You don't hear about Clay Matthews for 58 minutes of the game, and then when you do, he gets a roughing the passer penalty to keep the game going, which I think is it, it was the wrong call. It's also absolutely hilarious. But, um, yeah, no, those those hits that are being called for roughing and some of... I don't know. I think some of the lowering of the helmet is good stuff, but it also is just, uh, it's really not as entertaining to watch. It's going to lead to a lot more missed tackles. Uh, you know what it's not doing anything about is freaking Laquan Treadwell's hands led to one he dropped. That was a first down. One he dropped, and that turned into an interception because he bounced it up in the air like he was playing goddamn volleyball. Uh, Laquan, Treadwell, Daniel Carlson, maybe you guys are good guys or nice in real life. I don't know. I can't really speak to that. But for God's sakes, please let those guys not be on the roster tomorrow morning. They are just, they, boy. You know, I'm just seeing scrolling across the bottom of the screen. Frank Gore today passed Curtis Martin for fourth all-time in career rushing yards. That's pretty cool. So the Patriots intercept the Jags. Is that Rob Ninkovich? Blake Bortles, mid-season form. Probably not Ninkovich. Whoever 53 is on the Patriots. Van Dyke or something. Although I don't know if we're allowed to say the word Dyke now in 2018 because of, that's not his name. It's something, maybe Genghis Khan or something. I can't quite read. I'm not wearing my glasses, what it says on the back of his uni. Tell you what, we'll do some research. We'll figure it out and uh, I'll let you know afterwards. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, this, uh, in fact, they just straight up cut away from the NASCAR race. That's how long this red flag is going to be. Wow. That's great. Now we're watching Formula uh, or IndyCar is actually what it is, I think. As there's another tire blowout. Wow, lots of tire blowouts today in racing. Okay, this has gone on about 47 minutes too long because I really didn't have anything to say. Tapping into my mental energy to figure out what we talked about today so that I can write a description. Oh boy, I'm just gonna have to just gonna have to selectively go 
into different parts of the podcast to see, oh, yeah, I forgot. I spent five minutes rambling about Laquan Treadwell or uh, giving you NASCAR analysis. So, anyways, uh, this has been Quinn David Furness. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you uh, made it all the way to this point, go read a book or something. Find something better to do with your life. Uh, This has been stop number three. On the Beantown Podcast Fall 2018 Tour, a reminder, we are coming to you live next week from Rockford, Illinois, special guest Matthew Fiedler. It's going to be lit. We're going to have the time of our lives. And uh, assuming my rental car makes it all the way up there. So anyways, thank you for tuning in. And everyone, enjoy your weekend. And happy half birthday to myself, September 16th. Write it in your calendars. Uh, I expect gifts. So anyways, have a good one, and we will check in on you next week. And I also want to add that the podcast stopped at 48 minutes, which is also Jimmy's number. So who knows? Maybe this is going to blow up. All right, that's it.